When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Welcome back. I hope you had a gentle Monday and Tuesday, and you are getting into the groove of your week. Today, we are going to continue our conversation about the pursuer distancer dynamic and what to do about it. If you tuned in yesterday, you know that this dynamic is one in which a partner pursues an issue while the other person distances themselves. A lot of you, I am sure, can relate because it is so incredibly common, and I would go as far to say that it happens in every relationship to varying degrees. When I am working with couples in my office, I see this dynamic again and again and again. You might have even noticed it happening last night in your own relationship after listening to the last episode. The listener asked, how can the distancer comfort the pursuer? So the person who messaged me, they asked, how can the person distancing comfort the person pursuing? I'm going to get there, so bear with me, but I don't want to just start there. Really, we need to start at the very beginning of the interaction to try to avoid getting there in the first place. Because once we're there, it actually becomes pretty difficult for each person to comfort the other. Not impossible, so we're gonna talk about it, but difficult, so we don't wanna get there in the first place. When couples get into the pursuer-distancer dynamic, there tends to be a few things happening at the very start that could be avoided. All right, so let's look at what they are. Number one, the issue is brought up in an inopportune moment. Have you ever heard the adage, never go to bed angry? I swear it was developed by a pursuer. And I say that with love because I am also a pursuer. So if you are like me, you will wait all day long to bring something up. And then just as your head's hit the pillow, you'll say, so um, I've been thinking about something. Can we talk about that issue that we had earlier? When we bring things up in inopportune moments, when people are tired, busy or hungry, there is likely not going to be a good response. Getting out of the pursuer distancer mode means making sure that you bring it up at a good time. The second thing that happens in this dynamic is that we get off topic. So we have something we really want to talk about, but then we start layering it on with all of the other issues that we wish we had had time to talk about and that starts to overwhelm the other person. The third thing that we do is we forget to reassure our partner. We are often so anxious, whether you're the pursuer or the distancer. We are responding that way because we're anxious. If you're pursuing and it's really hard for you to stop talking about something, if you keep asking the person to talk even though they say that they're not in a good place to do it, or if you're distancing, if you're not talking, if you're avoiding, if you keep finding reasons to not have the conversation, it's because you're anxious. 
And what both people really need in those moments is reassurance. And the person who asked the question asked, how do we comfort each other when it's happening? But what I want you to do is at the very start of the dynamic, start to reassure. So if you're the person that tends to bring things up, reassure your partner that the conversation isn't going to go on forever. Reassure them that if they're too tired, it's completely cool, that you're okay with it, and that you'll be happy to schedule it for another time. If you're the person who distances, offer reassurance. Honey, I am so tired. I was up with the kids at 5 a.m. this morning. I worked all day. I really need to go to bed. If we talk right now, it's not going to go well. I promise you, I promise, promise, promise that we will talk tomorrow after work. Okay, so reassure each other at the beginning. And lastly, ask yourself, am I asking for too much here or am I offering too little? And that could apply to either the pursuer or the distancer. So for instance, a pursuer might be asking for someone to offer way too much late at night, right? So maybe they can have a short conversation, but maybe it's a lot to ask for somebody to have a really in-depth conversation at 11 p.m. Or maybe the pursuer is offering too little. Maybe they're not saying, you know what? I can offer you a few hours to think on this, or I'm gonna let you go get some time to yourself and then we can come back to this. Same with the distancer. Maybe they're asking for too much. It's a lot to ask somebody to hold off on a conversation for a long period of time. You might be asking your partner too much. If you and your partner are getting ready to move in together, like the previous example I, I gave, and they want to talk about it and you say, we don't need to worry about that. Why don't you just wait? That might be asking too much. Or maybe you're offering too little. Yeah, the conversation might be uncomfortable, and it might also be really important to lean into that discomfort so that you can offer enough to your partner. So try to bring the issues up at opportune moments. Two, stay on topic. Three, reassure each other. Hey, this isn't gonna be a huge conversation or if you're tired, we can totally table it. I just wanna know when we're gonna come back to it. Or honey, I know this is important to you. Would it be okay if we did it at six o'clock tomorrow night? I promise you. And lastly, don't ask for too much and don't offer too little. We're gonna continue this conversation tomorrow. So I look forward to connecting with you then. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review. I love reading your reviews. We love to hear from you. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.